Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Thank you, 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 thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Good morning. Hey, y'all. Hey, hey. Come on, y'all. Sanctify my mind. Yeah. Yeah. God, we need to see you. before Come on. That's a glory. Thank you, thank you. Let us Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Ah, slow. It's real simple, Sanctify Good morning, good morning. Sanctify Thank you for sharing. Thank you for sharing. Oh, Lord, we need you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, my God. Needs to see you. We're asking for you. Thank you. Thank you, thank
thank you, 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 thank you. Come on, worship him with me, worship him with me. Let's go, let's go. Ask him to settle here. Father God, settle here, settle here, settle here, settle here, settle here, settle here, Lord. Lord, we need you to settle here. My God, my God. Tell him something you're grateful for. Tell him one thing that you're grateful for. My God. My God. Good morning, Charlie. Good morning, Artie. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Come on. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Lord God, we're asking you to do what you have never done. My God. We're asking you to do what you have never done. Come on now. We're asking him to do what you've never done. Start thanking him. Start saying what you're grateful for. What are you grateful for? Come on now. My God, come on now. What are you grateful for? Start talking to him this morning, telling him all that you are grateful for. My God, ask him to settle in your heart. Ask him to settle in your home. Ask him to settle in your health. Ask him to settle in your finances. Oh my God, Lord God, we need you to settle here. Lord God, we need more of your glory. Lord God, we need more of your peace. Lord God, we need more of your justice. Lord God, we need to see more of your healing power. Father God, we need more of your strength. Oh my God, we need to see more of your power. We need to encounter you, Lord God. My God, settle here. We need to encounter you, Lord God, in ways we have not encountered you, Lord God. We need to encounter you, Lord God, in ways we have not encountered you, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. We bless you, Lord God. We Praise you, Lord God. We magnify you, Lord God. My God, we thank you. My God, we bless you. My God, we praise you. My God, we glorify you. My God, settle here. Settle here. Settle in my home. Settle on my street. Settle in my city. Settle in my state. Settle in my government. Settle in my son. Settle in Javen. Settle in Jaleel. Settle in Jermaine. Settle in Josiah. Settle in Judah. Settle in uh, Lyric. Settle in my God. Settle in Lord. Come on now. Settle, settle here. Settle in Lyric. Settle in Shiloh. Settle in Zayden. My God. Settle in my siblings. My God, settle in Flint, settle in Little Rock, settle in Arkansas. Come on, Lord God, we need you to settle here. We need more of your glory. We need more of your glory. We need to experience more of your goodness. We need more of your grace. We need more of your strength. We need more of your peace. Father God, we need more of you. We need more of you. We need to be anchored in more of you, Father God. Your word says if my people, my God, who are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray. We need more of our, your, uh, we need more humility, Lord God. We humble ourselves before you, Father God. We repent, Father God, of our wicked ways, Lord God. We repent of the things that are not like you. We repent, Father God, if our voice, our words have not been 
pleasing to you, Lord God. We repent for being negative. We repent for being doubtful. Oh my God. We repent, Father God, for looking at things from a negative perspective, Lord God, for not looking at things from a positive perspective, Lord God, for not looking from things from a perspective of what you can do, Father God. Father God, please forgive us for chasing things instead of chasing you. Forgive us for chasing popularity. Forgive us for chasing vanity. Forgive us for chasing the things of this world, Lord God, for you have called us not to be of this world, Lord God. Forgive us, Father God, for not finding our strength in you. Forgive us, Father God, for looking to other things to be resources, Lord God, when you are our only source, Father God. Forgive us for hate. Forgive us for bitterness. Forgive us for strife. Forgive us for racism, Lord God. My God, my God, forgive us for being racist, towards one another. Forgive us for being sexist towards one another, Lord God. Forgive us for hating on one each other. Forgive us for spewing venom towards one another. Forgive us for being backbiting, Lord God. My God, forgive us, Father God, for slander and gossip, Lord God, for this is not the lifestyle that you called us to, Lord God. You called us to a higher standard, Lord God. My God, forgive us, Father God, for our sins. Forgive this country for its sins. Forgive this, my God, world for its sins, Lord God. Forgive us, Father God, for signing off on anything that does not line up with your perfect will, Father God. Forgive us, Father God, for the things that we permitted, my God, that we have not rose up against and stood up against in television and media and music. Forgive us, Father God, for not being more sensitive to your voice of what to watch and what to seek and what to approve of, Lord God. My God, forgive us, Father God, for just allowing anything in the airspace, anything on YouTube, Lord God, and that we don't even take a stand against it, Father God. Forgive us, Father God. Forgive us, Father God. Forgive us, Father God. Forgive us for the agendas, the, the agendas, the sexual immoral agendas. My God, the sexual immoral agendas, Lord God, that do not align with your word. Forgive us, Father God, for signing off on those agendas, Lord God. Forgive us, Father God, for co- making contracts and covenant com- covenant relationships, Lord God, like they did in the book with AI, Father God. Forgive us, Lord God, for making contracts and covenant relationships, Lord God. My God, with those, forgive us, Father God, for being haughty, Lord God. Forgive us, Father God, even for making fun of people, Lord God, for teasing people, Lord God, for not building people up, Lord God. My God, forgive us, Father God, for signing off on governments, Lord God, that do not please you, Lord God, for signing off on government policies, Lord God, that we know do not honor you, Lord God. Forgive us, Father God, for choosing the lesser of two evils when we should really be standing for justice, Lord God, and for righteousness, Lord God, and for peace, Lord God. Father God, forgive us, Lord God, for our trespasses, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for your word, Lord God. My God, let us go lower, Lord God, in humility. Let us go lower, Lord God, in humility, Lord God. 
My God, forgive us, Father God, for anything illegal that we've done in our taxes, Lord God. Forgive us, Father God, for not walking in creative spaces as you called us to be. Forgive us, Father God, for anything we've done illegal in our businesses, Father God. Forgive us, Father God, as a nation, as a whole, for anything that we've done and not integrity and character in ministry and in church, Lord God. Forgive us, Father God. We repent for our nation. We repent for our leaders. We repent, Father God, in the name of Jesus. My God, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God. Forgive us, Lord God. Forgive us for our sins. Forgive us, Father God, for not protecting our eye gate and our ear gate, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Father God, forgive us for joining organizations or things that you never asked us to be involved in, Lord God. Anything that may be getting a foothold or giving a foothold to the enemy. We come out of partnership, God, with those covenants and with those contracts today. In the name of Jesus, Father God, we come out of partnership with those covenant agreements and those contracts revealed to us, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, Father God, revealed to us, Lord God, my God, we reveal to us, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, any partnerships, any relationships that we're in that do not align with your perfect will for our life. We want to honor you in everything we do, Lord God. Open the eyes of our understanding to the hope of who you called us to be in Christ Jesus. And now that you have forgiven us, Lord, now that you have forgiven us, now that we are cleansed, now that we have taken the foothold, the stronghold away from the enemy, hear our prayers, O oh Lord. Attend unto our cries, O oh Lord. My God, forgive us for giving over to devilish ways and scandals, Lord God, and repeating scandals, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Now that you have heard Hear our cry, attend to our cry, hear our prayers, O oh Lord, and heal this land, Father God. Heal this land, Lord God. Restore our land, Lord God. Restore our families, Lord God. Restore unto us purpose for the family. Restore your power in this earth, Lord God. Let us see your power in this earth, Lord God. Let us experience your grace and mercy in this earth, Lord God. Let us experience your peace in this earth, Lord God. Let us experience your joy in this earth, Lord God. Let us experience your love in this earth, Lord God. Let your love flood the land. Let your love flood our lives. Let your love flood our homes. Let your love, Father God, flood our, my God, our airways. Let your love flood our churches. Let your love flood our communities, Father God. My God, in the name of Jesus, let your love flood our hospitals, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that you are healer, that you were bruised for our iniquities, that you were chastised for our peace, and by your stripes we are healed. We thank you for healing in our neighborhoods. We thank you for healing in our hospitals. We thank you for healing, Father God. We thank you for Communities, Lord God, from strife, from division, my God, from cancerous relationships and sales that have not only been in our body, but have been in our communities, Father God, with bitterness. We thank you for healing and restoring us. We thank you, Father God, your power will 
be seen throughout the earth. We thank you, Father God, that no demon, no devil in hell shall come near our dwelling. No plague shall come near our homes. For you said, for those of us that set our love upon you, Lord God, that no plague shall come near our dwelling. So we thank you, Father God, no plague shall come near our dwelling. We cast out the spirit of strife. We cast out the spirit of doubt. We cast out the spirit of fear. We cast out the spirit of worry. And we cast out unbelief. And we thank you, Father God, for your loving power, for your peace for your strength. Overwhelm us with your strength today. We thank you for supernatural strength. We thank you, Lord God. We will not be wise in our own eyes, but we lean into our own understanding, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that you took us back from the depths of hell and placed the power that's in Christ Jesus in our hands to lay hands on the sick, to champ on serpents, to cast out demons and devils. We thank you, Father God, for holy boldness, my God, and that we walk, Father God, in a spiritual life that you called us to walk into, that we walk in the authority that you called us to walk into, that we see the mountain of infirmity and we speak to the sickness and we speak to the disease and we command it to go in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father God, for the power that worketh in us in Jesus Christ. Let us rise and be bold and be sober and be vigilant, Lord God. We drive out fear. We will not be fearful. We will not be afraid of the enemy, Lord God. We thank you for exposing every last one of the enemy's lives in our house, in our home in our bodies, in our temple, in our city. I say every lie that he has ever told is exposed today, Lord God. And we walk in revelation knowledge today, Lord God. Thank you for exposing the lies of poverty, of debt, of sickness, of disease, of strife, Lord God. The lies that we believed about ourselves, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, in the name of Jesus, that you expose the lies of the enemy about ourselves, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for cleansing us my God, we thank you for righteousness, Lord God. We thank you we were bought with a high price. We thank you for Jesus, and we thank you for your holiness, Lord God. Let your power be demonstrated on this devotional today. Let your power be experienced in ways we've never seen before today. Let your favor go through us up and all around us today. Favor on our jobs, favor in our marriage, favor with our family members, favor with our children, Lord God. Favor on Facebook, favor on YouTube, favor on Instagram, Lord God. We plead the blood of Jesus over this day. We plead the blood of Jesus over our minds. We plead the blood of Jesus over our homes. We thank you, Father God. Walk in new levels of character, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that the same mind that's in Christ Jesus is in us. Do a greater work in us. I bind low self-esteem back to the pits of hell from which it came. We will not hide ourselves, our broken selves. My God, we will seek your face. We will seek your kingdom so that you can continue to heal us, Lord God. Give us revelation knowledge of who we are in Christ Jesus. My God, do not let anything separate us from your love, Lord God. Let us hunger and thirst. Let us have 
unusual hunger and thirst for righteousness. Let us fall hard after you. Let our feet be like hinds feet, Lord God, and give us dove eyes. Let us be steadfast, immovable, and abiding in your word, and abiding in your work. I thank you, Lord God, that we have the heart of a servant, Lord God. We will take care of the poor. We will take care of the widows. We will welcome the strangers and take care of the strangers in our land. I thank you, Father God, for removing from us, my God, a heart of stone and giving us a heart of flesh. And anywhere that bitterness has made us hard, we are tender and supple. Woo! We are tender and supple to you. We are tender and supple to you, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that we are tender and supple to you. We thank you, Father God, you are tender and supple to you. We thank you, Father God, that we are tender and supple to you. My God, Lord God, remove from us the heart of stone and give us the heart of flesh. We thank you, Jesus, for all that you did on the cross. We thank you, Lord God, that the blood is washing us. We thank you, Lord God, that the blood is washing us. We thank you, Lord God, that the blood is making us whole. We thank you, healer. 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 My God, we will not give over to our flesh. We will not give over to a reprobate mind. We thank you, Father God, for your holiness. My God, Lord God, strengthen us today. We thank you for your covenant kindness, Lord God. Strengthen us today. Woo, my God, in Jesus' name. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Yeah, we rebuke depression and anxiety. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we plead the blood of Jesus over our children. We cast out our fear and anxiety. They will not walk in fear and anxiety returning to school. We thank you that they are anxious for nothing, that they learn to seek and pray, Father God, to you. We thank you, Lord God, for your resurrection power evidence at their schools, Lord God. And even when fear tries to rise, Father God, we plead the blood of Jesus over their immune system. We plead the blood of Jesus over our teachers. And we thank you, Father God, for grace, grace, grace. We thank you, Father God, for mercy. We thank you, Father God, for love. My God, we thank you, Lord God, that you will even, my God, set your hand that you'll do miracles in the schools this year. My God, we thank you that students are able to retain and excel and do well in school and do even above the standards. We thank you, Father God. We thank you, Father God. And we thank you for your supernatural peace that floods the atmosphere. In Jesus' name, amen. Woo! Welcome to Coffee and Conversations. Uh, with Lakeisha. I'm Lakeisha M. Johnson, aka LMJ, and we are so happy to worship with you today. And oh my gosh, I felt like I was in a zone. Like when I was just praying, I was in this zone. Oh my God, I had just zoned in and zoned everything else out. And I think that's the place that God is trying to get us to go to in prayer, a place where we zone in and we zone everything else out like everything else out we thank the lord that he is healer we thank him 
for his power. We thank him for his provision. We thank him for his protection. Like I feel like like I, the zone, like just the end zone, like let me be in this place, Lord God, with you. Let me be before your throne. And it is so important in this season as the Lord is delivering us and setting us free and moving that we make sure, my God, that our hearts are pure, that our motives, like that our motives appear, that we're not just saying things to be saying things. Come on, y'all. That we're praying prayers that unlock things. My God. And that we arise in our spiritual authority. I'm gonna get into um, I'm gonna get into the word in just a second. But one of the things that um when I kept praying that just kept coming to me was about self-esteem, about our esteem being in the things of the Lord, about us really beginning to understand who we are in Christ. If you have ever, um, it's so, and it's so tricky. I want to be careful, not trying to offend anybody, but if you have ever self suffered with low self-esteem, then when your character is being developed, when your, um, when your, your, the things that you do, like, with the thing, the things that you say, the things that you do, how you believe, how you respond to the environment around you, even when you've accepted Christ Jesus as Lord and Savior, when your self-esteem has been low or assaulted or never really been your esteem has not been built up in Christ Jesus, there will be several ways, even when you are moving more in the things of God that you will operate kind of in a false, um, a false, I don't want to say, yeah, thank you, Holy Spirit, like a false security of yourself. So when you are, when you have suffered from low self-esteem, I need you to do me a favor. I need you to, uh, I need you to pray and ask the, ask the Lord to show you any ways your character has been developed based on your self-esteem, okay? You got to ask the Lord. You got to ask the Lord, show me the ways in which my character has been built on my self-esteem. Show me the ways that there's anything in my character, Lord God, that does not, that does not honor you. Come on now. That does not, um, that does not please you. Ask the Lord to show you that because it's going to be so important for you to see who you really are in this season so that the Lord can properly build you back up so that the Lord can properly build you back up because a skewed self-esteem does something in our nature and our character and we won't necessarily walk in the fullness of who we're supposed to be, even in spiritual things. Does that make sense? Like we'll be just rattling. Like I, 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 there is a, there's the gift of discernment, like for words, that's something that I walk in, right? And so often, even for myself, the Lord had to start show, at showing me me, showing me what was not innate, to how he built me, showing me the ways that I had adapted myself and adapted my character 
and adapted my nature to survive, right? <laughs> to survive the ways that I had built myself up, not him building me, that I had built myself up. Um, and even when I started walking in more spiritual things, even when I was walking in my call, even when I was doing in my ministry, doing ministry, those things were still inside of me. And I didn't even know that they were still inside of me. And they, I had justified that this was my nature, that this was my character, that this was how God designed me. And it really wasn't how God designed me. Okay. So, and, and I'm just telling you in your private time, when we pray, I just kept hearing, pray for low self-esteem, pray for their esteem, pray for their character, pray for their integrity. So I'm just asking you, pray, Lord, show me the things in my character, my nature, because can I tell y'all something? There are things that we can do over and over again, or live in ways over and over again. And we will justify that this is how we are made or this is how we're supposed to be. And it has, it's not, it's, it's not how we are. It's not how we're supposed to be. So we got to expose the lies of the enemy in which we have believed those things. Come on, y'all. We got to expose the lies. We got to look at, we got to look at his lies. We got to find out what his lies are, right? We got to figure out what those lies, we got to figure out what those lies are. What are the, what are those lies? Why have we believed those lies so that we can walk into the fullness of he called us to be so that we don't even bring that with us in our spiritual lives, in our new lives. When we accept Jesus Christ, um, as Lord and Savior, we become new creatures. We become new creatures. We do. We become new creatures. But most of our life is, is most of our lives have been impacted and affected, even by things that are outside our control. Some of us were assaulted as little bitty kids. Something assaulted you very young. You had no, that was not in your control. That was not something you decided. You didn't decide for somebody to molest you. You didn't decide for somebody to touch you. You didn't decide for your, your parents to be abusive or your aunts and uncles to be abusive. You didn't decide these things. Some of these things are beyond things that are beyond your control, right? And they become what we would call second nature to you. Come on now. And so um, you were not, you were not created to have low self-esteem, but the assault of the enemy on your life very early, for some of us very early, for some of us were hit, you were hit very early, right? You gotta, yeah, Angela, you gotta expose the lies of the enemy, of the things that you believe and make sure that there's no root in there, right? Because what it does is the root will be penetrated and it keeps you from receiving and walking in your authority and believing the spiritual truths, right? You, some of this stuff you had no control over. We are born sometimes into adverse situations. And if nobody ever came to us and said, hey, you need to expose the eyes of the enemy, lies of the enemy where your self-esteem is concerned, guess what? Guess what you won't do? You won't ever pray and ask the Lord, let expose the lies of the enemy. 
but it manifests in your, I was writing yesterday. I don't know where this writing is going, but it's, it was powerful. And it manifests in ways that you don't even recognize is not your normal nature. Um, things like being overly compulsive. Oh my God. Um, um, things that, um, things that will, things like, um, being, um, being very controlling, not even recognizing that you're trying to control everyone and everything, even if it's through God, even if it's through the things of God, nobody has choices and decisions but you, right? So those are just overly controlling or overly compulsive, even with the things of God, no balance, no balance. No, no, no balance in your nature and not having balance in your nature can be a sign extreme one way and extreme, extreme another. Right. So we just got to ask. We just got to ask our God, help us expose the lies of the enemy that I believed even from a young child so that I can begin to walk in the totality of who you call me to be in Christ Jesus. And if you ask him to do that and you spend time being quiet and you spend time listening, can I tell you something? He'll start showing you the ways in which you still been believing the enemy and the ways that this has been girding your character. And then you walk in, sometimes it could be you so defensive about everything and you think it's justice or it's a fight and every fight ain't your fight, but you in every fight or you turn everything in a battle and you don't know how to shift and let the Lord fight your battle. My God, those are things, those are mechanisms that we have used over time. Come on, y'all. Let the Holy Spirit do the greater work. It's a, it's, it's a mechanisms that we have used over time that we don't even recognize. Another sign is when we think we're good. And I'm saying this from a place of not you're not good, but you're not opening your heart to let the Lord show you I'm not good. <laughs> like you, da -da 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 -da. boom, 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 boom. You decreeing, you declaring. But you're not letting the Lord say to you, you're not good. And an indicator that you're not good could be how the people around you are responding. When I became more light and more love, people around me responded differently. Not more religious, not more wordy. When I became more light and more love, love, more sweet like honey not so abrasive people around me. Let me show you something. And then we're going to give you, because it's funny, we're talking about character. The other day I was calling Judah and I was like, Judah, come here. Right. I called Judah. I'm like, Judah, come here. When I called Judah and I'm telling Judah to come here, he comes in and he has this bewildered look on his face. And I say, why do you look like that? And he said, am I in trouble? And I said, no, you're not in trouble. Why did, why did you say that? Why, why did you just ask me if you were in trouble? He said, because the way you say my name <laughs> makes me feel as if I've done something wrong. So I had to begin to process what he was saying to me, right? I had to open the eyes of my understanding to what he was saying to me. Because in my heart, in my head, in my thought process, I'm just 
um, I'm just trying to get his attention, right? Well, the Lord reveals something to me. He said, that is something which we are not, that is not how we were designed as mothers. He said, that is something that you have learned as a mechanism, a defense mechanism in dealing with sons or dealing with men. Come on, I'm gonna help somebody. I'm just putting my own, I'm putting my own business out there. That is a mechanism that you've developed and 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 when you like to feel secure, to try to assert yourself in a place of authority, you feel like your voice needs to change, that your voice indicates more authority, but your voice doesn't indicate more authority. Never would have thought that way. Never, never would have thought that way. Never would have thought of it that way. Never, 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 never would have, never even would have exposed it that way. Never even would have seen that that was, that was, that was the, the response. That was what I was doing. Never thought I was just doing me. Just, just want to help somebody this morning. Thought I was just doing me, right? But those things come from things in our past, right? So when those things come from things in our past, those things could be girding us, but these things really could be things that we had when we were experiencing low self-esteem or when we were in certain cycles or places in our life. So I'm just going to give you a little of my truth and hopefully the little of my truth will make you go, okay, let me search myself deeper, right? But I had to also let them say to me, Right, I had to that play, pro, provide a place of transparency and vulnerability of where they could say to me, "Hey, when you when you speak like this, right, it does make us think we have done something wrong." So now I ask the Holy Spirit, show me how to make sure when I'm trying to get their attention that I don't go into a so certain mode. And I wasn't; we weren't even created. We as mothers were created to nurture and to do other things and to talk to our children in other ways, right? We were created to be the nurturers. Men were actually created to establish the authority. Well, when we are in a single parent home, right? Often we try to assert the authority because we don't want anything, anybody to overtake us or overrun us or whatever the reason is. So ask the Lord, Lord, search my heart. Show me deeper places in my heart where I may be responding based on things that happened to me when I was younger or how I feel like I'm supposed to approach a situation. And if we stay there, guess what? What you think he gonna do? He gonna reveal it to us, and he gonna show. We gonna show. He gonna show it to us. Come on now. We we gonna we gonna reveal it to us, and I'll show it to us. Now I want to give you this just a little bit of something, and we out of here. Remember, we started talking about Noah and it just kind of unfloated, flooded into a whole bunch of other things. But I want you to give you this because I think this is important for you to understand for your assignment. Ooh, come on now. Say, I got to understand this for my assignment. I got to understand this for my assignment. So um, as a, a mother and a wife, we were not created to bark orders. I had to say that. Come on, because the Holy Spirit pushed me in that order. As a mother and a wife, Women, we were not created to bark orders. You need to say that. I was not created to bark orders. 
you there's a way that we can communicate and be in tender and supple and stay in the femininity of who we are that will transform and change i got a friend she's really when she talks she's really good at doing it so ask the lord to search your heart and to show you you lord show me me that's why the lord is looking for us to be more humble because when everybody gets in position and place i gotta find those teachings too when everybody's in position and when everybody's in place the family the community the city the the state whatever that that we will begin to flow because people are in their perspective role and we're not acting out of character so we were not created to bark orders or to lord over that's not what we were created so let me give you this let me give you this piece on how your character matters right <laughs> for your assignment come on holy spirit let me give you this piece on how your character mind minded let's go back over to noah we're going on back over here we're back in genesis um and this is a sixth chapter and we're talking about the corruption of mankind and at this time let me just read the fifth verse it says the lord saw how great the wickedness of the human race had become on earth and every inclination of the thoughts of the human heart was only evil at the time <laughs> the lord regretted that he had made human beings on the earth it's before jesus right it's before jesus and his heart was deeply troubled so the lord said i wipe from the face of the earth the human race I created, and with them the animals, the birds, the creatures that move along the ground, for I regret that I have made them. But Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. My God, say that I gotta find favor in the eyes of the Lord. We'll spend so much time looking for favor in man that we forget that it's the favor in the eyes of the Lord. See, when we find, come on, Holy Spirit, when we find favor in the eyes of the Lord, then guess what that, what he gonna do? He gonna turn around and give us favor in the eyes of man. Ooh, come on now. I need way more favor. Put that in the comments, type that. I need way more favor. I need way more favor. Ooh, come on, y'all. I need way more favor. I have to find favor in the eyes of the Lord. I need, you need way more favor in the eyes of the Lord than you need favor with man. We try to find favor with man. No, you need favor with the Lord. Then guess what he's going to turn around and do? He's going to give you favor with man. The scripture tells us clearly, right? The heart of the kings. Oh, come on now. My God, the heart of kings is in the lord's hands oh my god the heart the heart of kings is in the the lord's hands well if the heart of kings is in the lord's hands oh my goodness right why would i try to seek the favor of the king versus finding favor with the lord oh my god uh, that's a, that, why would i be trying to seek to be at tables trying to seek to be in positions, trying to seek friendships and collaborations, seeking people made way more than I'm seeking God. Oh my God, oh my God. Seeking people, seeking people way more than I seek God. Oh my God. Seeking relationships way more than I seek God. Seeking out man, trying to 
trying to make sure the relationship good, trying to make sure you happy, trying to make sure you please, trying to do whatever to keep in good grace with you. But while I'm seeking you, I'm losing the relationship with God. You need way more favor with God than you need with man. If I get favor with God, then guess what's going to happen? He going to turn around and give me favor with man. We've been seeking the wrong favor. Come on now. Oh my God. We've been seeking the wrong favor. You ain't got to ever, 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 ever seek man's favor. You seek God. You, You need his favor. Oh my God. You seek God. You need his favor. You need his favor. You need him. You need the connection of him. My God, we have corrupted, my God, the kingdom system. Oh, God. Speak, Holy Spirit. We have corrupted the kingdom system by trying to find favor with man and please man when we really need to be pleasing God. And what happens when we seek the favor of others and seek to be at tables and seek to be in positions and seek all these other wrong things, we corrupt the kingdom system. We pollute the kingdom system. And it's a trap. It's a breach when we really are supposed to be seeking the favor of God. Remember the scripture says, you cannot serve two gods. Oh my God. Come on now. You cannot serve two gods. You're going to either love one or you're going to hate the other. Oh, my God. You're going to either love. Ain't no, ain't no, I'm, I, my heart is in two places. Ain't no your heart in two places. <laughs> ain't no heart in your two places. Your heart is supposed to be in the hands of God. Your heart is supposed, that's where your trust lies. That's where your love lies. That's where your relationship lies. Your heart is supposed to be in the hands of God, not the hands of man, right? Not the hands of man. And so here it is. Noah has found favor in the eyes of the Lord when the whole human race, you got to see the bigness of this, right? You got to see this. You got to see this. You got to see the bigness of this. Here it is. The Lord is about to wipe out the whole human race. (laughs) And one person, Noah and his family is found blameless. What was you know, what was about Noah, Lord? Oh, that's what you should be asking. We be so focused on he built the boat. He was so diligent, favor. But this morning we need to be asking, what was about Noah? Oh, come on now. What what was about Noah? What was about Noah that you preserved him? What was about Noah that you used? What what was about what was about Noah that you saved him? What was the difference? Come on now, between Noah, my God, and everybody else. Come on, Genesis 6. What was about Noah? What was about Noah? And this is what the word says next. He says, Noah was a righteous man. Oh my God. So Christ Jesus hasn't even come, right? But Noah is already established in his righteousness. Oh my God. Come on now. My God, Noah was a righteous man. What does it mean for him to be righteous? Come on now, my God, I thank you for your word this morning. We're going to round this up. I can't give you all this today. What does it mean to be righteous? 
Oh my God, I thank you for this, Father God. What does it mean to be righteous? So we're looking for it to be righteous, right? I'm morally right. I'm justifiable. I'm virtuous. I'm good. I'm upright. I'm upstanding. I'm decent. Come on now. I'm worthy. That's what it means to be righteous. He found him very good. He found him excellent. And he didn't find him righteous. Come on now. He didn't find him righteous in his eyes and his ways. He found him righteous. Righteousness in human standards is like I'm, I'm the quality of being morally true, justifiable, right? Which is good. But righteousness, it has a deeper spiritual meaning. When we are righteous in the nature of God, the character of God, because see, we'll justify ourselves. Come on now. My God, we'll justify ourselves. We'll justify, we'll justify ourselves. No, righteous in God's eyes. When we are righteous in God's eyes, this is our character. Woo, I got you. This is our attitude. These are our actions. And this is whether or not that we operate according to the commands of God's word. Woo, can I say, it? you want me to give it, want me to run that back? <laughs> Let me give it to you. When we are righteous in God's eyes, not ours, because we have to be careful boy, in our eyes, we will justify. Remember I told you, We'll justify our behaviors. We will conform in our behaviors. We will regulate our behaviors to others, right? Especially if we've been seeking the favor of others and not the favor of the Lord. Come on, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. But we are talking about justice in God's eyes. God is the, the standard. He's the lawgiver. That's Isaiah 33 and 22, right? Well, the, the, the laws, us, him, what he's saying. He is looking for your character. He is looking for your attitude. He is looking for your action. And he is looking at whether or not you will live under the command of his word. Oh, my God. Righteousness is a God-centered attribute. Woo! Righteousness is a God-centered attitude. It's the righteousness that I've got to so not justifiable based on what we feel like is good, but justifiable based on what God has said, said good. Yeah, you need to see God's, you have to, so I got to see the way God sees righteousness. Woo! Can you declare that today? I got to see the way God sees righteousness. And then the other thing that Noah was, come on, y'all, he was blameless. Woo! Come on now. He was blameless. Noah was blameless. That means if he was blameless, he was innocent of any wrongdoing. Thank you, Lord. He was he was blameless. Can I tell you what this means for us? This, this means, because we, we have Jesus, right? Because the Lord knew we couldn't get it right. This means that what Noah was. Noah was on the narrow path. Come on now. No, Noah was on the narrow path. Noah wasn't on the broad path. Noah wasn't doing what everybody else was doing. Noah was on that narrow path. Noah was living very narrow, right? Why? The scripture tells us broad. Wide is the path. It's going to be a whole bunch of people on the path. But the path of those that do right, that live blameless, that path, that path is going to be, that path going to be narrow. That, that path is going to be very, very narrow. Noah had to be on that narrow path. Noah had to be making decisions in a time and a season 
when everybody else was not making those decisions. Noah had to be making decisions that he would choose God above everything else. Ooh, come on now. Come on now. And not set apart in, in his own way. <laughs> set apart in the way that God will require of him that showed him and seen him as blameless. Noah had to be, I got to do this because it's so real. Noah had to be on the narrow path. Noah had to have his eyes on God. Noah had to have his eyes on God. So Noah had to be in tune and walk in salvation with God. And Jesus made this very clear. Matthew 7, 13 and 14. Enter through the narrow gate. For wide is the gate and broad is the road that leads to destruction. And many enter through it. But small is the gate and narrow is the road that leads to life. And only a few will find it. Come on now. So we got to figure out what the scale of acceptability is. Oh, my God. We got to find out what the scale of accessibility is for God. Narrow was, no, was on a narrow path. So back to what I said, and then we're going to do our confessions. Guess where you got to be for you to fulfill your purpose, for you to build like Noah, for you to stay in your assignment, for you to do what God needs you to do. Baby, you're going to have to be on the... <laughs> Y'all see this? This is just a physical representation. You're going to have to be on the narrow path. You're going to have to ask the Lord to show you are there any places in any ways that my feet are still, come on now, my God, my God, on the broad path? Because if it's this, if it's narrow, if it's narrow, perhaps we could have places and spaces where our feet could still tap into things that are broad. Ooh, that's so good. That's so good. That's so good. That's so good. Lord, show me me. Show me any places where my feet may still be on the broad path. Show me any places in me in which I'm not blameless. Show me any places in me in which I'm not walking in my righteousness. Oh my God, that was so good. Remember, day two of the fast. We're day two. Day two of we're in day two of the fast. So first yesterday, first day, second day in the fast. Third day will be Saturday, and we'll get up and pray together corporately at 7 a.m. Thank you for this partnership of partnering. I don't know about you. I've not already seen God do some miracles. I've not already seen the hand of God in this fast. I've seen some breakthroughs. I've seen some medical things go on. I am already seeing God's hand in this fast. So when the Lord starts doing what he does for you, because he said this fast will be a seed, Watch, just sing, watch God. And if you missed yesterday, go back and watch yesterday and it'll talk to you more about the fast. And it's not too late for you to join us. Woo, it's not too late for you to join us. You can still get it in today um, and tomorrow. Oh my God, that was so good this morning. So Father God, I thank you for dealing with our self-esteem first and then telling us the things that you require of us for our blamelessness, for our righteousness and for where you're calling us to be. We got to set higher standards for ourselves in this season. Ooh, my goodness. Can we say that again? We got to set higher standards for ourselves in this season. And our standards have to be according to the word of God. Two things. If the Lord has placed it 
on your heart to partner to give to this ministry, go over to the website, log on there, LakeishaMJohnson.com, and you can donate there or cash app us, dollar sign JLM ministry. And yesterday, somebody was messaging us asking for my personal cash app. That is dollar sign J-U-S-T-B-E-I-N-G-L-M-J. In case you're on this morning, they were on our chat. Um, they were not, and I couldn't see who it was. So dollar sign just J-U-S-T-B-E-I-N-L-M-J. They were asking about my personal cash app. So there's my personal cash app. Um, Father God, I thank you for the giving of your people. I thank you, Father God, that you are adding more fruit to our account so that we can give big in Jesus name. Amen. Woo! Thank you, Lord. My God, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, second thing is if you've not accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, this is your defining moment. This is how you become blameless. This is how you become righteous. And this is how you get the favor of the Lord. You gain his favor by accepting Jesus. Woo! I'm going to say it one more time. You get his favor by accepting Jesus. That's why you ain't got to pursue man, because when you accept Jesus Christ as Lord, you have the favor of God, you have the favor of God. So let's repeat this prayer after me. Dear Jesus, I'm in need of a savior. I'm asking you to come into my heart and to take away my sins. And I promise to love and follow you best I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. If you prayed that prayer, send us an email at info at and we'll send you some resources and some materials. All right, let's get our confessions in. Isn't this good? Isn't this so, look, like just for a second, is this not so good? How tender and how kind and how loving God is being with us in this season that he is like, not just like, okay, be out there wild, careless. I don't care what you do. I'm gonna wipe all y'all out. Anyway, isn't it that every, the Noah covenant and the promises that are in place, the Abrahamic covenant, all those covenants that still apply to us, that the Lord God is adjusting our thinking, adjusting our thought processes, and coming to us and say, hey, there's deep in you, there's more in you, there's more that I want for you. Oh, come on now. There's more that I want for you. Oh my God. Isn't that amazing and powerful that he's so sweet to us that he's so loving and kind to us that he guides us and he directs us and he doesn't just leave us out here any kind of way he's such a good father he's such a good parent he's such a good provider that that's that's the way to discover your true purpose that you let him tap into you and tell you Hey, here's where you need to change. Here's where you can come up a level. It's it's all of it. It's encouragement. It's chastisement, but it's good chastisement, and it's for our benefit. And I'm so grateful that He's been this tender and this good to us in this season. Hey, don't forget this this Friday. Yes, is our first Friday with Chase the Lion. If you're not in the Coffee and Conversations daily devotional group, it's a special group where I go live. Um, this Friday, we're starting our new book, Chase the Line by Mark Batterson. I'm so ready. This group, I do a little bit coaching. I do more intimate coaching, right? God has given me an assignment to coach purpose out of you, to pull purpose out of you. So in that group from 12 to 1230, I do some coaching, right? Um, and 
and talking and we go through some books that help you grab hold of the thing that God has called you to do. So I would love to see you there today from 12 to 1230. The other thing is, if you're not following me on Instagram, we're not live on Instagram anymore. So if you're not following me on Instagram, go follow me on Instagram because I drop different little blurbs and reels on Instagram that I don't put anywhere else. So go follow me on Instagram as well. So you can stay connected and get more of what God is doing in our life. Um, I love you so much. Come on, let's get our confessions. If you're new to the devotional, we say confessions to remind us of God's love and God's power. So let's go. It says, I'm a new creature in Christ. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things are new. I've died and been raised with Christ and now seated in heavenly places. I'm dead to sin and alive unto righteousness. No weapon that is formed against me shall prosper, but every tongue that rises against me in judgment, I shall show to be in the wrong. I prosper in everything I put my hands to. I have prosperity in all areas of my life, spiritually, financially, mentally, and socially. I take every thought captive unto the obedience of Jesus Christ, casting down every imagination, come on now, and everything that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Woo, come on now. Oh my God. Thank you, Lord God. Uh, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Come on. Oh, thank you, Lord God. Therefore, all my thoughts are positive. I do not allow Satan to use my spirit as a garbage dump by meditating on negative things he offers me. I don't speak negative things on purpose that my mouth shall not transgress. I will speak forth the righteousness of God all day long. I never bind a sister or brother with the words of my mouth. I'm always a positive encouragement. I edify and build up. I never tear down or destroy. I'm a believer, not a doubter. I'm slow to speak, quick to hear, and slow to anger. I'm a doer of the word. I meditate on the word all day long. I will study the word of God. I will pray. I never get tired or grow weary when I study the word of God, pray, minister, or praise God. But I'm alert and full of energy. And as I study, I become more alert and more energized. I'm a giver. It is more blessed to give than to receive. I love to give. I have plenty of money to give away all the time. I cast all my care on the Lord for he cares for me. I don't have a spirit of fear, but of power of love and a sound mind. I do not fear and I am not guilty. I'm not passive about anything, but I deal with all things in my life immediately. I do not judge my brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus after the flesh. I'm a spiritual man and I'm judged by no one. I operate in all the gifts of the Holy Spirit which are tongues and interpretation of tongues, the working of miracles, discerning of spirits, the word of faith, the word of knowledge, word of wisdom, healing, and prophecy. I walk in the spirit all of the time. I've been set free. I'm free to love, to worship, to trust with no fear of rejection or being hurt. I have compassion and understanding for all people. I do not hate or walk in unforgiveness. I catch the enemy and all his deceitful lies. I cast them down and choose rather to believe the word of God. Oh, come on now. Oh my God. Thank you, Father God. I work is good. I enjoy work. I do all my work excellently and with great prudence, making the most of all my time. I'm a responsible person. I enjoy responsibility and I rise to every responsibility in Jesus. I'm creative 
because the Holy Spirit lives in me. Oh, Holy Spirit live in me. Oh my God. I take good care of my body. I eat right. I look good. I feel good. And I weigh what God wants me to weigh. Pain. Can, can I tell y'all something? I used to weigh 265 pounds. And people ask me, how did I lose the weight? And I tell them all the time. And it sounds so strange. I really sought the face of God about my weight. And as I began to seek the face of God about my weight, he gave me the strategies that I needed for my body. When I was trying to handle it on my own, it would not fall off. But when I really begin to see God's face about what I'm supposed to weigh, how I'm supposed to weigh, and what that's supposed to look like, guess what? He gave me a strategy for me and it worked. And the weight, I'm not going to tell you the weight fell all off immediately, but the weight started coming off and I just was in this zone to live more healthy. So when we say this confession, that's so real, right? So I feel good. I weigh what God wants me to weigh. Pain cannot successfully come against my body because Jesus bore my pain. And for me, I had to start eating breakfast. And I um I, I don't do intensive workouts, but I had to walk and I had to cut cut some things out. So pain cannot successfully come against my body because Jesus bore all my pain. I lay hands on the sick and they recover. I have a teachable spirit. I do not think more highly of myself than I ought to in the flesh. I've humbled myself and God has exalted me. I do what I say I will do and I get where I'm going on time. I don't hurry and rush. I do one thing at a time. And let me be clear, 265 was not my normal weight. It wasn't the weight for me. It wasn't the weight for me. 265 could be an okay zone for somebody depending on their stature, right? Um, 265 wasn't my normal weight. So I asked God, what is my weight? What do you want me to weigh? It says, I've humbled myself and God has exalted me. I do what I say I will do and I get work going on time. I don't hurry and rush. I do one thing at a time. I'm anointed of God for ministry. I'm an obedient wife and no rebellion operates in me. Mm. Lord, I thank you for my marriage. I thank you for my heart that's tender towards him. And I thank you for his heart that's tender towards me. And I thank you, Lord God, that we will superimpose our idea of marriage for yours. Your idea will be the only idea that we have for marriage. And I thank you, Father God, that it's happening soon. In Jesus' name, amen. Y'all gonna turn around and I'm gonna be married. Oh, um, y'all gonna turn around and I'm gonna be married. Y'all gonna turn around and it's gonna come soon. It's gonna happen so fast it ain't gonna make sense. I'm declaring that over my own life. Y'all gonna turn around and I'm gonna be married. Um, my husband is wise. He is the king and priest of our home. He makes godly decisions. All my children have lots of Christian friends and God has set aside a Christian wife or husband for each of them. My children love to pray and study the word. They openly and boldly praise God. My children make right choices. Come on now, according to the word of God. All my house that are blessed, blessed in their deeds, blessed when we come out and all that I own is paid for. I don't know man nothing but to love him in Jesus Christ. Y'all gonna turn around and I'm gonna be married. <laughs> it one more time y'all 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 gonna turn around and i'm gonna be married <laughs> come on now oh my god because this is god's perfect will for my life i love y'all don't forget set your alarm clock for tomorrow morning 7 a.m and what we're gonna do 
is we are going to pray together in the morning. I'm not going to really give word unless the Lord, but we're going to end the fast in a prayer at 7 a.m. in the morning. And that's at Central Standard Time. Amen. Um, can I do this? Y'all Y'all probably going to be like, she always shouting her kids out. But I believe in showing honor where honor is due. Um, I do the same for all the other people. I need to thank Josiah Anthony Johnson. Um, Jessica has been taking healing and some time off. And Josiah has just, thank you. Thank you for getting up at 4.30 in the morning because he returns to school next week. I don't know what his plans are, but he just set me up in a way that we could run effectively and efficiently. Josiah, thank you for getting up at 4, 4.30 in the morning to support LMJ Ministries. You are a rare jewel and your work will not go unnoticed by God. And your mama needed to bless you out your mouth because it ain't, it just, thank you. It is very rare. So I thank you. I thank you. I thank you, Joe. I thank you, Josiah, for your sacrifice. Thank you, Kimberly. Thank you, Shonda. Thank you to the whole team, to the prayer team. Thank you to everybody who supports this ministry. We are making the updates and getting adjusted to the new thing that God is saying. Thank you to all of those that believe in us. Thank you to all of those that encourage us. Thank you for all of y'all that continue to sow and give so that we can get the gospel and reach places that we never reach. Also, all of the new, um, go to the YouTube channel. We got new wall art, all the new wall art you're seeing, all the new flyers that you're seeing, all of those things have been Josiah. His gift is making room for him. And sometimes you don't know what the what gift you have inside of you until you're put in a position to perform. Oh, that was a word for somebody. So don't be scared to go in new places. Don't be scared to go into new things. Sometimes you don't know what gift is inside of you until you are put in a place for you to perform. He didn't know he had all of this in him until he was put in a place that he had to. So all the new graphics you're seeing, Live at Five, Go Be Love, all that stuff, that is straight Josiah Anthony Johnson creating these, um, creating new different graphics, video blurbs. So when you see that stuff, that's kingdom. That's kingdom. So like it, love it, share it, right? Let's continue to spread the gospel. This isn't about me becoming famous. This is the excellence, the standard of excellence that God is pulling out of us for this ministry. Woo! Say, I got to go to another level and I got to walk in his standard of excellence, right? I don't even know what the word was. What was it, Stasi? It was a word though. So you may not even know what's in you. Thank you, Kirby. Don't forget on YouTube to do the thumbs up for the video. Um, thank you. Thank y'all. I love y'all so much. Don't, I'm just telling you, you won't know what's in you until you put in a position to do it. He didn't know all this was in him. We never, I never saw this in him until he was put in a position to do it and he just took off. So I love you so much. I love you. God loves you. Um, if um, I think I, I want to do this too. If you're the Lord, no, thank you, Lord. Okay. Uh, in Jesus name. I'll see y'all back Monday live at five. My God, in Jesus' name, amen. Love, peace, and blessings. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, 
Log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.